Hey guys, I hope you're having a great Sunday and welcome back to Econ Recaps. To start off, we're going to be doing some big changes over the next couple of weeks, where we're going to shift away from daily recaps and focus more on helpful videos where we dive deeper into one specific topic. There are many reasons for this change, but it ultimately comes down to us trying to give you the highest quality content while balancing our nine to fives. Lastly, we will still post daily recaps on our Twitter at Econ Recaps, which a link for will be posted below. Thank you to the 92 subscribers who have been here supporting us over the last several months. We truly appreciate you and look forward to giving you the best content we can. Now that that's over with, let's get into the news from the weekend. The biggest event by far was Yevgeny Prigozhin commanding the private military contractors known as the Wagner Group to overtake Russian military bases in what seemed at the time like a coup d'etat. There are essentially three main reasons Prigozhin has taken such drastic actions over the weekend. To start off, there have been ongoing tensions between Prigozhin and the Russian military as he claims it is poorly run and does not provide enough ammunition, leading his troops to die in the fight against Ukraine. Secondly, he believes that Russian forces knowingly conducted an airstrike on his troops at an encampment they had taken over in Ukraine. And finally, Prigozhin has had some serious strife with Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shaigu and Chief of General Staff Valery Gerasimov with him as going as far as to call for both of them to be executed for treason. Essentially, Shoigu commanded that all volunteer troops sign a contract giving him full control over them and as expected, Prigozhin denied it. All of this put so much animosity between them that Prigozhin called for his troops to march to Moscow, claiming it was a march for justice. After getting as close as 120 miles, a deal was brokered and Russia agreed to drop all charges of treason against Prigozhin if in exchange he calls off his troops and leaves Russia to reside in Belarus. Moving on now to our outlook for next week, we will start with the big names in earnings. On Monday, Carnival Cruise Lines will report on their second quarter which ended May 31st. Investors will look eagerly to see how the summer travel season is starting off and whether the post-COVID rebound is continuing. Moving to Tuesday, large investment bank Jefferies will report on their second quarter. Just last week, industry peers Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan announced upcoming layoffs as the M&A and IPO markets have cooled. It will be interesting to see if Jefferies follows suit. On Wednesday, we will hear from U.S. food conglomerate General Mills and memory chip maker Micron. And on Thursday, we will hear from seasoning giant McCormick, major payroll provider Paychex, and retail pharmacies Walgreens and Rite Aid. And lastly, on Friday, we will hear from the athletic brand Nike and alcohol and spirits parrot company Constellation Brands. Now to our final segment. This week will have no shortage of important economic reports. After a quiet Monday, we will get the durable goods orders month over month for May and the conference board's consumer confidence data for June on Tuesday. Following that, on Wednesday, we will get the results from the Federal Reserve's annual bank stress testing and hear from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. On Thursday, we will have our weekly look at jobless claims and get the final look at GDP growth for Q1. And to round out the week, on Friday, we will get the regular and core PCE index reading for May. We will also get a look at the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Report for June. 
Thank you for listening to Econ Recaps and tune in on Wednesday to find out the 20 finance terms every investor should know. Cheers.